2: where you want to be listening to us it's pk
1: and ferrario
2: live from the car shield studio on 101 espn
0: with alex ferrario i'm brandon Kylie, and right now we're getting the national perspective on the saint louis blues all year alex has been very frustrated by the fact that nationally people are not respecting the Blues the way that they need to, and we are going to correct that by talking with Dan Rosen, the senior writer for NHL.com, and he's the host of the NHL's The Rink podcast. You can also follow him on Twitter, at DRosenNHL. Dan, thanks so much for hopping on with us today. I am curious, what has been your perspective of the Blues' 5-0 and start to the season? Surprised, actually.
2: And I'm kind of kicking myself that I am surprised um but i wondered well, i was among those in the national perspective mm. wondering about the blues this season i thought that they were a middle i think still kind of i mean we'll see where it goes that they were a middle of the pack central division team uh kind of lumped in i thought it was colorado at the top arizona at the bottom and six teams kind of lumped in in the middle there minnesota winnipeg nashville dallas St. Louis, you know like trying to figure out who would the case, but a five and zero start puts you ahead of the game, no question about it. Where I have been super impressed with them, uh, yes, the offense has been great. I mean, they you know five goals, seven goals, seven goals, and then a couple of games with three. But it's the way they're keeping the puck out of the net a lot of times. Um, they the goals against, I think that they have allowed. Uh, what what is it now? Um, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, I'm trying to look at this. So Eleven goals, and I think six are in the third period, but a couple of those are in garbage time.
0: Yeah, And yeah. they have a
2: big lead, um, that is impressive. That is a that is a stick to itiveness that Craig Berube's teams in St. Louis have been a, you know have had an identity uh, of playing the consistent game from start to finish, and we're seeing that from them right now. You know the the schedule. Is what it is. I mean, you get a game against Arizona early, that helps. Two against L.A. early, and that helps. But they did play Colorado, and they did play Vegas. Now, they played Vegas, I think, without a couple of their big guns, uh, and Colorado without McKinnon. So, you get lucky. Lucky is good sometimes. And, you know, I, I, I've been impressed and, I guess, somewhat surprised. But, you know, we'll see. they got a four-game road trip coming up. Uh, not against any like crazy daunting opponents. Winnipeg's probably the best team on that road trip that they got coming up but four games in a row on the road. So you got to see if you could figure out and keep it going. But uh, I like what I'm seeing so far. No question about it. They're proving people like me wrong right now.
1: Dan, what is it about the forward depth that has impressed you? I mean, we just found out, as as we heard on our Sports Center update, that uh, Ryan O'Reilly on the COVID protocol list and Brandon Saad still on that protocol list. But even without yeah. those guys, for me, there's a little bit more faith now than what it was last year if you lost one of those names.
2: Well, you know what it is? It's because their young guys have come up and really played well. And if you look at the spread of their lines, they have at least one younger player, 23 and under type of player, I think, on each line. So it's spread evenly. And these are good players we're talking about. Cairo has made a big difference, obviously. Robert Thomas is making a big difference. You know, a guy like Clint Costin's playing very well. Jake Neighbors is getting in there, and he's playing well. Then you have the veteran presence, too, when – not on the COVID list, Ryan O'Reilly and David, you know, obviously Perron's not Brandon sod and Pavel Buchnevich is working his way in with a goal and an assist. And, you know, look, I, I, say, th- and, they, and they've gotten some life out of guys like James Neal and, and Tyler Bozak too. So uh, it, it's been an impressive uh, run here for them because oh, obviously Tarasenko too, how do you go without saying him? <laughs> um, you know, like it, it's, I like the way they're spread out with their young guys kind of, not having to carry anything, but not being carried either.
0: We're talking to Dan Rosen of NHL.com. He's joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Dan, there, you mentioned that the Blues are going to be likely without Ryan O'Reilly and Brandon Sod for the next couple of games here. Uh, what are you interested in finding out about this team while they're without Sod and O'Reilly?
2: Well, I think the most important thing is what you find out when you don't have Ryan O'Reilly, because here is a guy he's a puck possession monster, right? I mean, he wins almost, you know, he wins two thirds of every face off two out of every three face offs he takes. Um, So you're going to have to make up for that. Face offs aren't the end all be all at the end of the day, once the puck is dropped and the sticks go together, it's a puck battle, right? So you got to win the puck battle, but O'Reilly is so good at winning puck battles, not just on face offs, but all over the ice. So are they going to have the puck as much, uh, that's going to be a very interesting thing. And if they're not going to have the puck as much, it obviously puts a little bit more pressure on their D. And and I don't mean their they're six defensemen. I mean their forwards backtracking to play D. And O'Reilly's one of the best at doing that too. So, I mean, this is like taking on Zick Kopitar off of the Kings, uh, Alex Barkov off of the Panthers, uh, Patrice Bergeron, you know, off, off of the Bruins. It, that's the, that's what we're talking about here. Uh, and if you take, you know, you take a top two-way centerman selkie trophy winner off of the out of your lineup it's going to hurt so are they going to have the puck as much as they've had it
1: so dan in terms of of keeping the puck out of their net that was a big issue for the blues last season and i think everyone looked at them and said man this is not going to be good if it continues this route we've seen justin falk improve colton pareko looks 100 percent. where are you at just on the blues defense core as a whole this season
2: yeah i well that's the key which you just said falk looks improved I, you know, I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of their game last night, but I read about it and I saw highlights. And from what I saw and from what I read, it might have been his best game as a St. Louis Blue. Last, you know, and they, um, so that's a huge factor. Pareco is the key guy. I mean, you think about from the 2019 team, everybody that they've lost, right? Petrangelo and Bo Muster being the two that come to mind immediately and also Vince Dunn. Pareco's the big guy that has to be the stalwart. And if he's not 100%, he's your number one defenseman and if he's not 100 percent, it takes a lot out of your team and you can ask you know tory Krug to do more and things along those lines but Krug's an offensive guy and he can play strong D, but you need that stalwart there on the back end and pareko's that guy so if he's going to be healthy and playing the way we expect him to play then it kind of trickle down the trickle down effect really does help you don't have guys having a do more than they're probably capable of at doing at a successful level or a consistent level. Um, and, and that's huge. And so you're seeing that. Plus, look, I mean, Billy Huso is great, and Bennington's been solid in his four starts.
0: Final question that I've got for Dan Rosen of NHL.com. Dan, I was stunned, absolutely stunned when the Blues actually went into the season with Vladimir Tarasenko still on the roster. I thought there was no way that that would end up being the case. And I underestimated once again, Doug Armstrong going into the season with Vladimir Tarasenko being on the roster. What was your level of surprise seeing that? And at this point, what are your expectations when it comes to his trade demand now that he's actually playing very well for the Blues on their third line?
2: Well, you know, look, you mentioned third line, so it's still a third line role for a guy who probably, you know, who still obviously believes he's a first-line player and is playing like one right now. Uh, I wasn't surprised, to be honest with you, that he was still with the team, and the reason was is the, the shoulder. Uh, you know, I didn't see where the Blues could get fair value, and I didn't see where the market was for Tarasenko because you're talking about a guy with three shoulder operations on the same shoulder in a short period of time. To me there has to be a proven element that you can stay on the ice and if you're gonna go acquire a guy and pay him seven and a half this year and next year, there has to be that guy has to be on the ice and he, he can't have a bad shoulder, come to you with a bum shoulder. So I thought even though he wanted to be traded and demanded the trade, or requested the trade, the blues were kinda of hamstrung in that sense that they weren't just gonna give him away and they weren't gonna you know, and they weren't they weren't gonna take less value for him. But getting the value that they felt that they could get was probably going to be hard because of the shoulder. So bring him in, play him, see how he does, and then see what happens after that. He's still signed through next season, so it's not like you're looking at a situation where you're like, I gotta trade this guy anyway. Uh, I think if things keep going the path they're going and he's scoring goals like you did the other night like like you did last night, I mean, my goodness, why would he wanna leave?
1: Dan, final one from me. Um, you had the piece with your, your co-worker on NHL.com. There's four undefeated teams still in the National Hockey League, and you and your co-worker, Tom, believed that the Blues would be the last one standing. With this news of Ryan O'Reilly and still Brandon Saad, do you still believe that?
2: Well, I mean, it's going to be hard, no question about it, especially with Colorado coming into town Thursday night. That's going to be a difficult test. Um, so, I, I'm not gonna back away from it now. Uh, <laughs> I know, like it. Uh, but but I'm not gonna back away from it now, but I, I mean, I'm not as confident as I was. you know, let's say that. How about you know, We'll see after tomorrow night because Florida plays at home against Boston, and uh, they're the the biggest challenger for this in my estimation. And if Florida dumps out, then maybe St. Louis does have a chance playing Thursday. Uh, I think Carolina doesn't play until Thursday either. I believe Edmonton I think Edmonton plays tonight. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but you know, look, I'm not gonna back away from it. I said it, so let's go with it. Hmm. I mean, Edmonton doesn't play tonight.
0: I <laughs> like it. I like it, Dan. It's gonna be really hard for these other undefeated teams to outlast the eighty two and oh blues. So I don't know how yeah. that's gonna yeah, work. There you go. It's <laughs> hard to do, yeah. <laughs> we appreciate the time as always, man. Thanks for hopping on with us today. We'll talk with you again soon. Thanks, yeah. Thanks. Dan, absolutely. That's Dan Rosen of NHL.com. You can hear him on the The Rink podcast for NHL.com and read his work over there as well.
1: Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to three hundred dollars off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, bike plus, or tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going this limited time offer ends november 28th visit onepeloton.com to learn more all access membership separate offer starts november 14th and ends november 28th cannot be combined with other offers see additional terms at onepeloton.com
2: the wendy's three dollar breakfast deal is here